Welcome to All Ears Senior Living Success, where we talk with industry leaders to make sure you find success in your community. My name is Matt Riders, and I'm the co-founder of Eversound, a company dedicated to improving quality of life for older adults by giving them the gift of hearing. Welcome back. Today, I'm joined by Augie Olmedo. He has held many positions across senior living and is current and currently an executive director in Scottsdale. We connected through LinkedIn, and I just loved the way that he was thinking about senior living and kind of his view on things, and I, and I had to bring him on. So thanks for joining me today, Augie. Thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure. I appreciate the invitation. So first question, because I know it's vague in my introduction with you, but can you share a little bit about your background and how you got into senior living? Sure. Um, I appreciate that question because, I mean, how many of us go to school and say, I cannot wait to work in senior living in whichever capacity, right? Many of us don't even know the different positions in the line of business. So unfortunately, unfortunately, I have found senior living by accident. So I was looking for a community for my mom. And we've got lots of stories like this for people still in the industry. And that's what really ignites our passion is kind of our why behind the business, right? So unfortunately, we didn't have a positive experience. So I then said, this is probably happening a lot. So I wanted to get into it, make a difference, and really just see what are the challenges and how, how can I help overcome and eliminate those challenges. So that drove me into sales and marketing, uh, which is just a gem of a position in the community. Um, it's very intertwined with all departments. So I truly felt that that was my calling. Um, but then I said, well, I'm making a great, you know, uh, impact in the sales and marketing piece and bringing in great residents and, you know, adding to the community. Um, so I was a little selfish and said, I want more. So I helped me jump into the operator role as an executive director where um, I truly love it. Uh, we want to be good stewards in the neighbor in the neighborhoods that we operate in, but also that we live in. So um, it's it's leading with a compassionate heart, but always remembering the why behind the business. It's not fun every day. However, it doesn't have to stay not fun. Right. Yeah. No, and it's, it's, I'm always amazed by the number of people I talk to that kind of walked into senior living on accident. I mean, myself included, it just kind of slapped us in the face. Um, but you know, it's so cool to hear that, you know, you wanted to do better and saw an opportunity and have really turned it into a career. So kudos on that. Um, and you know, Augie, when we first connected, what stood out to me was just your understanding of the importance of resident engagement, despite not being in, in a resident engagement role, right? Being an ED, being in sales and marketing. I'm curious, how do you think about resident engagement? Uh, well, one, uh, if it paid like an ED, I'd probably do the job forever. Um, and it's not so much I don't want to put money on it. I'm just saying it's a very interesting position, changes daily, very much like the ED role. However, I see it as another anchor in the community. So, you know, when we um, first look at the communities, you see, you know, friends, book clubs, you know, Mahjong foursomes, trips, choir, all those things that are happening in the community and make our wheels go round. But we also need to take a look at those anchors and say, do we have enough to keep our residents engaged? Do we have enough for our residents to feel like they belong in this community? I always say if they 
belong in the community and they are engaged, there's a little more opportunity for grace. You know, again, not everybody can be flawless. However, in those times that we're not, it's how we overcome and eliminate those obstacles or objections is really going to make the team stronger. So I always say, use everything within your wheelhouse, including those anchors. And a lot of people overlook that side of engagement as an anchor. But if say my mom belonged to the choir and every Tuesday at 11 a.m., she was there with her book and ready to sing because she was surrounded by friends, but also um, doing something that she truly loved. When you have those instances of maybe, you know, the the meal didn't agree with her 100% or her vegetables could have been a little crispier. Those instances, and because of the anchor of feeling like they belong to the community, get you the grace to make it right the next time or to fix it immediately. So I don't want senior living communities to overlook that role in that position because um, it could really be super impactful today as it was many years ago as well. It's just that department, I think, is constantly overlooked, budget, but also um, their true role. Yeah. No, I think it's a it's a great point. And I, th- and I love how you think about it as present engagement is helping to create friends, right? It's just, uh, it's, it's, that's the purpose of it, right? To create those social connections between individuals and, hey, we're all always looking for friends. Um, and I, I know one of the things you mentioned to me in kind of like our, our pre-call was uh, this idea about the three C's and how that turned into four, uh, especially like during and after the pandemic. And, uh, you know, being someone who's only been familiar with the three B's, the bingos, the birthdays, the Bible studies, uh, I'm curious, and if you could share with our listeners, what are the four C's and what's your thinking around that? Okay, well, I appreciate that. And I was laughing because I was talking to um, our CEO, Carl, and he just said, wait, so you're going to give up the secret sauce. And I just said, well, I think there's enough residents out in this world to fill all of our communities. And when we stop being selfish and become more proactive, I'm going to make the impact I came into this business for. And that was not just my communities or my seniors, but seniors as a whole. The older adult population is critical to my success, but more so it's that demographic that has truly deserved this new college 4.0 lifestyle uh, because It's just one of those where we've got to focus on the details. Four C's is a lot of people who are listening are going to wonder, you know, what are the four C's? And for me, it's how you select a diamond. So color, cut, clarity, and then the number of carrots you can afford. So when I first got into the business, I was in sales and marketing. So I always say this community and this lifestyle is like picking a diamond. It's forever. It's something you've earned and it truly means so much. So I've changed those four uh, C's of a diamond prior to the pandemic of cooking. If I can't cook for you, stay at home, right? Or look for an alternative. Cleaning. If I can't provide a clean community, clean your apartment on a regular basis and maintain it, Again, stay at home, look for an alternative. The third C, care. That's really why you're in my seat is if I can care for you and execute on your service plan, why are you at my office? The fourth C is not necessarily the number of carrots you can afford, but it's actually if I hit the cooking, cleaning, and the care component, that one bedroom that's a little smaller than the two bedroom, 
might be a little more appetizing now that the other things have been addressed and really more of the bigger hot button items. So many people walk into a community and say, do you have a two bedroom and what size? That's putting the cart before the horse. That's literally say, you're pretty. I'll go ahead and give you this diamond. So instead, we've got to be the professionals that we are and just dial back a little and do some discovery to really understand. I get space is important because you're downsizing, but there's other components that I want to open your eyes to. And that would be addressing the needs of why you're looking. So fast forward, you know, we've obviously been through the pandemic or currently still, you know, dealing with COVID and things like that and whatever else they want to throw at us. Um, it's, it's really about me to look further into it, to make sure that I'm supporting my sales team with that new shimmy and shaking that flexibility of what this pandemic has done to our, our business. You know, people are leaving the business left and right, but more so it's going to take us to help them navigate this new leadership as well as these new solutions. So for me, what I have found is the first three C's do stay the same. You know, you got to still provide me great meals with an executive chef. You still have to provide a clean community and be there on my cleaning day. And you need to provide great care. I mean, this is what we do and this is why we're in this business. But that fourth C has really switched from not from the size of apartment or the number of carrots to show me your calendar. The pandemic has shown us that We've got to be engaged because when we are looking for senior living communities, it's because we've kind of become hermits in our apartments or our homes. And we have, you know, maybe have our mailman that we say hello to or a neighbor we, you know, will every now and again speak to over the fence. There was that social side that really prompted this move. And maybe it was we had an accident and now we need care. But it's always been that that social piece that we've been missing and really almost overlooking because care is so critical. You know, dining is so critical. They go hand in hand. But then now that people have passed away in senior living communities, it's the engagement. It's the, will you do enough or offer enough to get me out of my apartment? Sometimes it's just to be a spectator. We'll take that all day. But to do the things that are going to make me want to get out and be with my friends. So really that fourth C has become, show me your calendar, that whole uh, Jerry Maguire, you know, show me the, yeah. I mean, it's show of course. calendar. Yeah, which is so true. And I, I mean, it's just, it's kind of interesting to see how it started to evolve with that and looking at the calendar and it's not so much of the like, set the event and hope people show up, but it's like, you know, taking more of a person-centered approach and doing things that people want to take part in. Um, and, you know, I know we talk about the social component and, and what resident engagement looks like. And, and you've stressed to me of like how that can help close the back door. Um, can you share with our listeners who might not understand that concept and like how you kind of think through it? Yeah, no, absolutely. So you can always work on attracting new residents, right? Um, we're, we're putting billboards out, we're newspapers, you know, everything to attract that new resident. Now, what about your current residents? You know, has anything changed in your community or has anything changed with new residents coming in that that dynamic or that culture shift has happened in our communities? So you always want to take a look at that and, and really take the driving point of, do they still feel like they belong? Do they still feel 
or at least have that solution they initially came to us for? And if so, fantastic. If not, that allows you to do some more shifting. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. And, you know, when, we, when we're hanging with our friends too, it's this idea of like, you know, we don't want to lose out on any of that. It, it, it's that FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. But the big, yeah. I always look at it as every car has a very similar chassis, right? You've got very similar, you know, components to make it go, reverse, et cetera. Same thing with a community. If you want to keep elevating your community, you're going to have to make some enhancements. You're going to have to make some improvements. We've got to test everything we, we do and we've got to measure everything that we do to make sure that if not all of our eggs are in one basket, do we have the right baskets? Mm, yeah, I love that. Um, and with your background in sales and marketing and imaginative times, you've had to like sell on the programming or showing that calendar. Um, what have you learned to help create those syner synergies amongst departments to essentially set up the entire community for success? Well, there's, there's one thing I've got to kind of reverse a little bit or rewind with you a little bit on is one, if you don't have active signature programs in your community, what are your, what is your differentiator? If you're not the cheapest community in, in the community, in the area, what are you offering that others don't? What is your niche? Right? So. That's the, the biggest component is if you don't have things active and live, tested and measured in your community, then your price. If you've got those things, you could build a premium. If you don't have them, you're going to have to be the cheaper guy on the block. So I always say that, again, look at yourself, look at your business. If I truly can't tell you what my niche is or what our signature programs are and are they live and vibrant in the community, then I've got to be cheap. And I'm not, I'm affordable. However, <laughs> it's important to know that proof's in the pudding and also that you can command that uh, premium because you know what you have to offer and you're able to execute on that. Yeah, it makes so much sense, um, you know, being able to offer that premium. And I know more and more people I'm talking to are trying to spruce up their programming because I think they're getting crushed by other people down the street. Um, and, you know, if all things are equal, I want to put my family in a place that's, you know, and engaging her and, and hitting her where she wants to be and what she wants to do versus some of the other things. And, you know, we talked about the three Bs. Um, and Augie, my, my final question for you, and always my favorite, if you were to give other senior living providers three guiding principles as they're looking through, like, you know, the next 12 months, uh, what would you say? I love that question um, because I can give you 50. Just kidding. I'll give you my top three that I make sure that I'm kind of doing my checks and balances with. Uh, one, test and measure. You can say you do X or Y, but if you're not testing it to make sure it's alive and active or measuring how impactful it is, you've got a bigger problem. So test and measure everything. The new menu, the new activity calendar, it may be a new activity, a regular outing. You know, attend some of those. You know, how engaged are the residents? Are they smiling? You know, did your team have everything they needed in order to support the residents in that Audi? So one, you have a little fun, right? Um, and you attend these things. But most of the residents would love for an executive director or anybody in leadership to just, you know what? Let me take off that hat and I'm going to join you and I'm going to take part in today. So I would definitely say test and measure. Um, 
another big one for me is something that I definitely hit with my own team is to just know and re really realize that today's different from before COVID. You know, they need our support now more than ever because when all of us were superstars in, in just really closing every deal, filling up communities, we didn't have to navigate those nuances of COVID from checking in and our temperatures and, you know, the isolation, if there's an active case, you know, those types of pieces. So I always say again, you know, make sure that our teams have that new level of support they're going to need because they're going to rely on our leadership to help them navigate through the unknown. Um, and number three is my favorite. Bring the fun back. We know we've been through COVID. We know what it's done to a lot of these communities. So stop blaming COVID and you really just need to become more engaged in your community. If you have an active case, wear a mask. If not, let's have that fun back. Don't be afraid to put linens back on your dining room. Don't be afraid to be in large groups inside or outside. It's going to take the, our communities to start kind of getting out of that rabbit hole, taking ownership and just saying, this is the new face of senior living. Let's really have a go at it and make it impactful again. I love that. So much awesome information in there, Augie. I just want to thank you for taking some time with us today. And I know our listeners will, will enjoy this as much as I have. Thank you. I appreciate that. If you'd like to know when we post the next episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're interested in how Eversound can help improve the quality of life in your community, find out more at eversoundhq.com.